I received a message this week wondering why low kick saw chain doesn't work very well on larger saws. We're going to talk about that this week on Along the Forest Apps Road. Hi, I'm Tim Ard, and welcome to this edition of Along the Forest Apps Road. I um, had a very nice message came in uh, here this week, and it has to do with the low kick saw chain. And I received it from Hammerdown 184, and uh, it says, Just wondering why low kick saw chains don't work well on full-size saws. They're definitely lower performance than a traditional chain in applications, but I find on my climber they work decently. But on 70 cc's or above saws, they seem not to work very well, even when the chain is razor sharp. And he's wondering what the, what the difference is there. Well, saw chains are, are built for different markets. And if you go back to a lot that's happened with reduced kickback saw chains here over the past uh, few years, it started in the middle uh, 1980s. And it came about with what they called the B175 ANSI standards that they required for manufacturers to follow. It was a voluntary standard, but all the manufacturers wanted to work as safely as possible with bar and chain combinations on chainsaws for consumer versus pro operations. So the standard was set up with two, two different sizes. 3.8 cubic inch, which is uh, about uh, uh, somewhere around 60 cc's, right? Um, that, that and down would be considered a consumer saw, and so a firewood type cutter saw. 3.8 cubic inch and up would be considered a professional saw. That was their first uh, directive as far as dividing those two up. And and then they went out to manufacturers such as Oregon Saw Chain, who had a very big part in it. Steel Saw Chain also was coming about at that time. And, and so more or less, they started developing chains that would work on a variety of different size power heads. So they had to come up with different design profiles to be able to do this. Some has to do with the toothpaste grind, like round versus square. Some has to do with the profile of it. In other words, how, how tall the tooth is sitting on that particular saw. So it came down sometimes to thinking about the, uh, the actual pitch of the chainsaw. So you had quarter inch pitch, you had extended pitch three eighths on smaller saws coming out at that time. You had uh, full profile three eighths, but then you also had a 0.325 that came out on a lot of the intermediate firewood saws. And those are used today in, in a lot of the even smaller climbing saws. And so that's a, that was a different pitches. And they had less weight on the smaller chains, but they also had lower profiles. 
And then they tied in with uh, aggressive settings or angles of the depth gauge to be able to adjust how aggressive that particular chain was in different wood types. So they had uh, certain, uh, uh, certain uh, uh, blocks of wood that were used to be able to uh, give a, a good representation of, of different types of materials that were being cut. And, and so then they devised a rig that would set up and it utilized in a lot of cases the saw chain and its reduced kick factors. The bar radius nose also played a big factor on that. The smaller the radius of the nose, the less kickback area you had. The pitch of the chain, because of smaller teeth and larger teeth played on that. And then a lot of it was focused towards the safety devices on the saw, like the, the, the actual chain brake assemblies. And so those kinds of things were all put into that standard. And so it, it gave you the, uh, the process of, of, um, of being able to decide whether it was consumer or professional chain. So a lot of things measured by the design of the depth gauge to resisting depth uh, in the tip area and a width to reduce kerf binding. So that was, that was something. It's not only that tooth going around the tip of the bar that they had to work with, how aggressive it was in that position. It also had to do with the, the, the kerf binding the chain at that point, which can still cause the rotational forces of the saw to react. So the power of the saw to pull through the fiber is also a major factor there. So larger saws, could handle a, a taller profile, larger pitch chain with more aggressive uh, uh, cutter face on it. Like a, a, a square file would be a, a lot more aggressive. And, and you could even take in, in some of those low kick chains and you could modify it. And a lot of people do by changing angles, uh, changing depth gauge settings, uh, those kinds of things to be able to make it more aggressive on the higher powered saws. But it all goes back to those manufacturers of the chain were trying to build to a standard that was to reduce accidents and injuries in the industry to maintain the industry at a more or less a consumer level. And so whether it be a professional, whether it be a tree care operator, or whether it be a firewood or brush cutter, those people had a chain that would meet their particular applications. And so that's how it all came about. So when you start to, to look at that, a, a smaller chain, smaller pitch, on a larger saw is just overpowered. A smaller chain on a smaller saw gives you an excellent cutting capacity. The chain is designed for those applications. So I appreciate you dropping by today on a Long the Forest Apps Road podcast series. Join us every week. We hope to see you along the Forest Apps Road one day. And this is Tim Ard wishing you good sawing.